Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So, I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 5th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, it's jubilation here at, at the headquarters. Jubilation? What What for? What happened? Well, we got uh, a big win from, from ZB, Zach Blair, on the uh, the Corn Ferry Tour. And okay. and a, win, a Mid-Am won the Western Amateur this weekend. <laughs> I mean, Unbelievable. I was wondering how long it would take you to get to that part. If I needed to remind you, I was—I would assume I didn't have to, but I didn't expect you to get it in in, in the opening remarks. But that's great. Yeah. So, elaborate on that in case people didn't know. Garrett Rank wins Garrett, the West. Garrett Rank. Most people, you know, he's a—he's a hockey ref. He's a an NHL ref. That's like the Dustin Johnson can dunk a basketball of like the mid am circuit, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> thirty-one years old. Uh, Canadian, and he he topped Daniel Wetterick. I think he's the son of Brent Wetterick. I think so too. Ohio State, right? Brett, Goes Brett Wetterick, State. not Brent. I don't know. Brett, no Brett. N in there. Yeah, Brett. Brett. Yeah, Brett. Um, beat him three and two to win the uh, Western Amateur, which is pretty much considered the Masters of Amateur Golf. So Amazing. just unbelievable. How we old we is just he? he's thirty one. Thirty one. 31 yeah. early 30s. yeah okay. um we just we just talked about in flashback friday last week about how That's right older ams don't make runs and sure enough there here it is <laughs> you know pretty much what do you it. get do you get anything from that anymore or is it just you just win. like in terms it, of just a, a deep sense of pride and a bunch <laughs> of wagger uh world amateur golf ranking points i get that it's an amazing accomplishment but uh, obviously there's no kind of exemption into anything else no he he isn't actually exempt into the usam he didn't qualify oh interesting so i mean qualifying for the usam's tough and i think he didn't play well as qualifier but so he's not in the usam the only way he gets in the usam it sounds like is if he wins the canadian am which is i think this week or next week and now in the old days before big shipping corrupted everything, would this would he have gotten a spot in the Western Open? I yes. The yes. Western Am. I think so. I'm pretty pretty positive that Okay. All right. All right. Let's get to uh some results. It was a great weekend. You have a good weekend? You're awesome. all right. Come, awesome weekend. All right, I'm, I'm having a few juice boxes here to celebrate. <laughs> a few ecto coolers. Um okay. What we have uh, from the weekend, Hinako Shibuno wins the Women's British Open at Woburn. A shootout. Uh, yeah. 18 under wins. Beat Lizette Salas. Jin Young Ko was involved, too, going for her third major of the year and uh, second in as many weeks. Then at the Wyndham, we had JT Poston. Nips uh, Webb Simpson by a shot, but really Ben Ahn was the one kind of at the final last hole who had a chance to tie him or Misle- misleading final result. Why is that? What do you mean? Because Ben on really, you know, he like gave it a shot, you know? Yeah. 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 He's trying to uh, jam that putt in. That's why he right. putted. Hammered it. He was, he started, he had the 54 hole lead outright, or was he? Yeah. Weber? I think he had the 54 hole lead. So it was kind of on and posting down the stretch there. Um, at the Ellie May Classic, the aforementioned ZB, Zach Blair. Wins by a shot over Brandon Crick, 17 under, out at uh, TPC Stonebright. It looks like ZB is headed back to the PGA Tour. He goes from 31st to 10th in the... Uh, Wasn't on TV. It was it was agonizing. I was on a text thread with, with like, videos from, from the course being sent. Yeah. It was crazy. I was... I honestly, before 
before we you know you, you obviously have a you go back a bit with zb what a couple of years ago you met him at the went out to the john deere or something yeah a few years ago it was been uh 2017 john okay. deere is when we met so so um, obviously that that adds some import to the to the event but, I, but even before that was going happening before there was that connection like i was like i don't want to get into this but like when you have a west coast primetime web event it's just got to be on tv and it's just san no, francisco too and there's no competing event like i get if there's an lpga event that's late or you got to do lpga and tape delay like i get lpga gets a priority but like if there's no pga tour event that's in prime time or champions or lpga or like you just got to put it on like how do you not you, it's got to be on tv i i heard i can't remember who someone in the industry not affiliated with a network but told me I think the networks charge the tour. Like if you want us to show up, you got to pay like a lot of money, like half a million dollars, 500. I, I'm just throwing these figures out. Don't take this reliably at all. But I think like the networks, I think there's like a fee to go. They cost a shit ton to show up and broadcast a web event. And that's why they're not all on TV. It's, yeah. I think that what the PGA tour does is that they pass on the cost to the sponsor and they say, right. do you, do you want this to be on TV or not? Yeah, and, yep. and it's just like it, I, I don't know. They, you got to figure out a way. When, it, like you said, whatever. There's no competition. I know. I know. And it's like it. It seems like a decently interesting golf course. Like it seems like the like just show golf on TV. Like I don't I understand know. why. And, and like even if it's just like set up camera towers on the last four holes, give yeah. us an hour. Yeah. Of of them coming down the stretch. Like that's all we need. Give us the last like seven or eight groups playing the last four holes or something like that. That would work. <laughs> that's literally I'm not asking for the world. I don't need shot tracer. Yeah. You know, there the good news about web events is there's no fans around, so you know, you don't have to worry too much about that. You know. Speaking of, did you see that drop on got? No. Oh, oh on eighteen? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, what's your issue with that? Just this is why there shouldn't parlay? be any fans on the golf course. Why we should have <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's the shittiest spectating sport, too. You know, what do you mean? Being up close and in person? Yeah, golf. It's a terrible spect- spectating sport. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I would say. Yes. There's it, no reason. We should just but, get rid of fans and grandstands. The dirty little secret is that you can often see it. You see an event much better at home on your couch. The holistic, depending on who broadcasts it. But yes. But there are reasons to be there, like timing Bryson and things like that. Like if you're a journalist, there's a lot of things you can get out of being there. Um, all right. So yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was, I was a take I had before even ZB. Obviously, that added to the agony, I guess, for you and, and others. But uh, just like it's a West Coast primetime event. Everybody's winded down Sunday night. Throw us a couple hours. It's, what, what? it's crazy. So you, do you know the that? So when ZB lost his card, and it's just it's funny that it, he won this week because two years ago he lost. Right. He finished 126 on the money list. And I remember it was like a crazy day because I think he went into the went into the week 120, which you're pretty much safe. You know, like yeah. almost never more than like two, <laughs> two to three guys move in and out yeah. in the last week. And yeah. JJ Henry, I of all fucking people, <laughs> made a birdie on the 18th hole to bump ZB from 125 to 126. And, and it was like by like 0.2 FedEx cups points. That's unheard of. A so, six-spot jump in one week or six-spot drop in, in one week? That's yeah. really unheard of. It was not. And, and Zach made the cup. He, right. he MDF'd. Um, <laughs> but so so anyways, so it came down to like 0.2 or 0.3 FedEx cup points. Right. And Zach made 21 cuts that year. And it was like, and then he missed six cuts by a shot, That's I think. Crazy. And it, it it's like literally one shot in wow. in twenty seven starts, yeah, in twenty seven tournaments. Like it comes down to, and it's just it's it's like for it to happen the same weekend is 
it's pretty cool and he's going yeah. back good um, point it's 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 neat it's just like it, it's just something you think about like yeah. with it it's uh and it, you know i know he's worked he's worked his ass off this year and and it's like i think a lot of times with with players like a little bit of struggle is good you know in the long term like sure. short term pain long term gain so hopefully Zach has a has a good uh couple next couple of years on the tour that's, that's that's cool. The symmetry you mentioned of it coming on the same weekend. That's cool. Golf gods sort of evening it out, I guess. Sort of. Um, all right, let's get to the women's British. Did you watch any of this this morning? Hanako, Shibuno, maybe my favorite player in golf now. I uh, I didn't. I, I went out and played <laughs> golf. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm guilty. I, I had a Sunday, I had a sun t- Sunday tea time. This woman's amazing. She's, she's the Brooks Kepka of the LPGA. Although this was her first ever LPGA event. Did you yes. know that? No. I didn't first know time that. She's ever played outside Japan. She wins a major. No way. Yes. It's her first LPGA event. First time she's ever played outside Japan. She's 20, I think 20. Um and wins. She it just she's just giggling the whole time, laughing, high-fiving fans, like clapping like crazy for her uh her playing partner. The South African uh, was Ashley Buhai, and uh, she was endearing. And she took like she takes like ten seconds. I saw that. I saw a video. Just incredible. Immediate. I watched her the first. I caught her on the second hole. Like I I didn't see it really until the day. And she just it was like a wedge shot. I think she was hitting second, and the camera wasn't back on her in time. It, it kind of hurt her on, I think it was the second hole, third hole. She, she four-putted because she just runs the ball and just like, boom, boom, go. It was amazing. It was just amazing. <laughs> she <laughs> but, won with a four-putt. But she ping-ponged it back and forth. She putted way past the hole, passed again, then passed like on the same line because she was just running the putt again. She was... Uh, laughing the whole time like she was amazing to watch and then wins in her first lpj event ever so uh this was a this was a good watch i mean obviously there were a lot of people cracking on the course and and deservedly so like these these trees these like tall pine i don't know i saw so many i mean i i followed it on twitter but it's got the tree where there's like no like there's no foliage or branches on the first, you know, they're just like these telephone poles for the first like 40 or 50 feet. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's just, they're just obstructions. They're obnoxious. Um, Wilburn, I, I warned everybody. <laughs> you, I, did. you were I, in front of this one. You want to, I literally was thinking about going out to this event. Like I was going to fly out to go Why? to this event. Why? Just because I think women's golf on Lynx courses is like must-see TV. Wait, but oh, but and, not at Woburn. But then I saw the oh, course. I started yeah. researching Got Woburn. It. Got it. Like this was in January. Got it. Started okay. researching Woburn, and I'm like, I could have go. <laughs> well, anyways, <coughs> so Salas was amazing. Shot 65. You know, Jinya and Co is like. I don't know. The, she might be the actual Brooksy uh, winning, loading up on majors this year. Uh, Morgan Pressel, who's kind of been off the radar to say the least. It was a cool watch. I mean, the course was the course was not redeeming in any way, but Shibuno was amazing. To, in the so on eighteen, she hits that six iron into into eighteen. It was the six iron, uh, and she's like, I guess she started giggling like laughing her ass off before she hit it. And they were, this is from Beth Ann Nichols. Shibuno broke up laughing while waiting to hit her approach shot. He said, why, why were you laughing? She goes, if I were to, so she's talking to her caddy. If I were to shank this second shot, it would be very embarrassing. <laughs> she's just laughing. But she, as soon as that girl hit uh, the other, her playing partner hit her shot, she just steps over it. Six iron. Boom, gone. 20, 25 seconds. Then she's got a putt first, right? This is a birdie putt to win the, the major in her first start. She marks the ball. So she's got a putt first. She can't, she marks it and she putts a minute 15 later. 
That's like, I mean, that's over the recommended time, but you, you're clowning the walk to the green. You mark, she walks the other side of the hole, you know, caddy yeah. wipes it off, comes around. She put it in sub 120. That was to win. And of course it rams it in and, and wins the women's British Open. I, you know, Hideki got put out of the clock at the Open Championship She's for like, less than that. She got, you got Countryman. Yeah. That's, I, that's what I'm, maybe that's what she was worried about. <laughs> I love the idea of her laughing in the fairway. Just, oh, if I were to shank this, this would be really embarrassing. And then just hit the six iron without thinking about it. It's unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's I, I, I'm obviously articulating it at length here, but it was just I don't know. It it was pleasant to watch all morning, and she was great. And she was just laughing the whole time. So. When is golf underrated? Oh yeah, completely. Uh, all right, should we get to the get to the Wyndham? The Wyndham? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, before we do anything, you talk. You see Brendan Steele? No. Nah. The Steel Man, uh, Steely Brendan. He got a uh, he got popped a penalty for using an alignment stick in the middle of a round. Oh, I saw this. I did see this. His caddy is like, "Can you line me up? Like, can you make sure I'm lined up or something?" His caddy pulled out the alignment stick and just threw it down in the middle of the round. And Steele was just like, "Ah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a problem." I guess you can use anything else. Is that accurate? An umbrella or like a club? What 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 does the world have against alignment sticks if everything else is legal? <laughs> that can't way, be right. Caddy just I think I saw Will Gray reported on it too. Uh he just said anything but but the alignment stick. I would I would be pretty hesitant if I were the caddy to just start willy-nilly throwing those down in the middle of a competitive round. Anyways, all right, let's get on to more important things. I just that cracked me up. JT Poston wins by a shot, shoots sixty-two, races by. Um, you know, this is the second thing JT Poston won this week. What was the first? Fan vote Friday Junior. Oh, he did. <laughs> Shit, I didn't prep for that. <laughs> I know a little bit about it. What group won? Poston, who was he with? Oh, it was Poston. Uh, I can't remember who else. It's very on brand for us to actually put up the poll and then not talk about it. After like the last time we did it, we didn't put up a poll and just talk. You know, declared our own winner. We're struggling. We're struggling. We might need we might need assistance with Fabo Friday Junior. Rebranded or overhauled. It was uh, Sangmoon Bay. Oh, Fabian Gomez and uh, <laughs> and JT Poston. So he won two things this weekend. Yes. Um, what do you want to talk about with the Wyndham? Anything jump out to you from Sunday? Obviously, we'll get into a lot of the card shuffling and stuff like that. Do you, well, JT Poston winning is awesome story. Uh, JT Poston was like heavily under-recruited coming out of high school. Didn't really get any offers. Won uh, his state championship, North Carolina state championship, which is like big-time golf. Yeah. But, like, he didn't have any offers but except for Western Carolina. So he goes to Western Carolina, and it's, like, a sensation there. Yeah. Like, stud. You know, no, you know, they, Western Carolina's got good golfer, but, like, not, like, a great golf program. But they have this, like, grade-A stud. Um, yeah. Graduates. He goes to the web in 2016. No, no um, status whatsoever. Monday's in. And start like Mondays into status, gets his card and has kept his card since then and wins. I mean, guy, just like somebody you could root for because he is someone that has not taken the easy road. And like he has earned his stripes. Like we talk about like these young guys that get like, I mean, like when you're big time program, big time prospect, you get everything like handed to you in the sense of like a big equipment deal, a, you know, sponsors exemptions left and right. JT Poston didn't even get like, he didn't have big time college offers. Like he's done all this. Like he, he is the quintessential guy that you should root for on the PGA tour because he has earned every single thing he's gotten in his golf career. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, what was, what was his other, 
But didn't he have one other event where he shot 62? And I think they talked about it at he's, length today. I can't remember. He's played really um, well this year. I mean, glad he came, he's done well. I feel like RSM. He came he came in like 82nd, I think, at points or something. So he so, jumps 56 spots to 83rd. 27. Or I'm sorry, 56 spots from 83 to 27. So mm-hmm. good so, week for JT. Yeah, yeah, he's got a got a chance at the at the champ. net championship. <laughs> Get the amount of exemptions and like perks you just that come flowing in if you make that the net the net championship. Or I think that's deserved though. Oh like, no, if I you agree. make the th- final thirty, like you deserve everything. Yeah, no, I'm not suggesting it's it's yeah out of whack or anything, but yeah, it's a, it's important for that reason as well. I think it, it, all the things you get the following year. You know what else stood out? What? Victor Hovland. <laughs> I was waiting for you to get worked up about this. It's just, this is, <laughs> we've been talking about this. I brought this up like in January You've been on it. You've been about, on it. about no. the schedule and how it fucks people. It, it, like, <laughs> he's literally screwed because he won the U.S. Amateur. You know who was, you know who was on your uh, spouting the woke yoke? propaganda and gospel today was uh brandle i was watching the post game show tonight he's yelling about how he didn't get points for his like t13 at the u.s open no points for it i was like oh i've been I've been listening to my co-host shout about that for the last you know three months so. well but the other thing is he can't even get like the so you when you're when you turn pro you get seven sponsors exemptions Right, but there's not enough events. There's five full. There's five full field PGA Tour events. Right. That's right. ridiculous. After the U.S. Open, this new schedule is such bullshit. Like he literally, like the U.S. Amateur champion, every single year now has to make a decision: do I do I take my exemption into the U.S. Open or do I turn pro? And that is complete shit. Yeah, when when would you cut it off? Before the U.S. after after um, NCAA's before the U.S. Open or that well, he should have turned pro right after the NCAA's. What does that get you? Like an extra two weeks there? It, it would have gotten two extra two full field starts. Okay, he got hurt because he he played in the U.S. Open and finished T thirteen. It is kind of nuts. It's, it's crazy. he he's he's like four fat. He's like five. FedEx Cup points, short. <laughs> Ryan Burr's reaction to Chambly was, he goes, well, I guess he turned pro too late. What a clown. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, you can't fault them for, like, taking it. Well, know. this is the problem. This is, we talk, I literally, this is why you're going to see kids not finish their year, their school year. Yeah. They're going to turn pro in this uh, after the first semester because yeah. there's no reason to screw yourself over by playing for a national championship. It's crazy. Right. It's horrible. It's absolutely awful. Let's go through his 2019 results in professional PGA Tour events. Cut at Farmers, T40 at Bay Hill. 30 These are second... as an amateur. What? These are as an amateur. Yes, yes, yes. T40 at the Bay Hill, 32nd at the Masters, low AM. T12 at the U.S. Open, low AM. And then pro. Made cut T54 at Travelers, 13th at Rocket Mortgage, 13th at Minnesota, 16th at Deer, and 4th at Wyndham. So, five starts. Five starts, five made cuts, four top 25 finishes. Um, he's made almost 700 grand in just five starts. So, uh, pretty good, pretty good year since he's only missed one cut, even combined, amateur and pro, and that was Tory Pines. So um, the reason the PGA Tour needs to fix this, yeah, is their job. Their job is, is to have, have the best players in the world yep. playing on their tour. Yeah, and this this schedule does not allow that. That's what I was wondering. Like, go to like one twenty five or something and see Sebastian like Sebastian Munoz. Yeah, see what they've done since. I mean, even go back to. I don't know. Go back to the U.S. Open. You know, just go from the U.S. Open onward and see how. Do we know how many points he would have been? He would have finished if he got the requisite points for the Masters and U.S. Open. Oh, he'd be he'd be like number like ninety. He he had like a hundred and sixty points that he didn't get, or no, maybe not one hundred and sixty. Like a hundred points, hundred points, rough, give or take. 
I did this math the other day. Well, you know. Let me find it. I, playing I have it. Playing, playing, playing in the Masters, playing the US All right. Open. So he, he had 164 going into this week. And if, it, if his amateur starts were included, he would have had 271. Okay. So, so. He, he's missing 107 points. A good chunk. Well, you know, playing those events. What do you think? I got a question for you. Is this the question. most pre- is this the most pressure Hovland's ever played under? No, playing for the postseason. No. <laughs> I mean, playing the Masters, playing the U.S. Open, that's just like a, a big game on like Sunday Night Baseball, or the, playing for a berth in the postseason is a different world, man. See, I low key think that playing the semifinals of the AM probably yeah. is more pressure than the final. Because you get that runner-up gets an exemption to the Masters, yeah. I think that uh, I think that's where it, it it all is. So I was wondering, I, yeah, I just I was wondering what the pressure was like today. He made shot of sixty-five. It wasn't like he crapped himself at all. So he went 66, 66, 64, 65, and now his only uh, rec, um, recompense is going to Corn Ferry. Yeah, Corn Ferry Finals. Like that's a guy you want at the Northern Trust next week. You, we talked about the the money thing or the points, how they don't, um, how they don't add together, right? Yeah. So uh, the ass wagon is actually like the the poster boy for this. So he's got um, he's got he's two twelfth in in the PGA Tour yep. points, FedEx po- Cup points. Yep. And yeah. and so two top two hundred go to web finals, so okay. he misses there, and then uh, he is one forty one in the web points, so top seventy five goes there. But if you add those points together, he's in the top two hundred for yeah. sure. Yeah, like he should be in there. Right. Like Chip McDaniel's kind of got the same situation going on where he would have been like, I don't know, two oh five or two oh four. And he, yep. I think he played a couple web events, and it's just like the fact that these points don't work together is messed up. So who jumped in today? We had Patton Gazire and Andrew Landry jumped in while uh, Streb and Norin fell out. You know, ironically, those two guys want to uh, want the PGA Tour to create their own rule book. Do you want to? Uh, they were the we- most vocal. Can we do who took a dump in the cup? Sure, sure. Who's, who's this your, is our sweet Lou Brown suggestion. Who took a dump in the cup? Who's your guy? It, typically for somebody who fell, falls on Sunday. I'm going with somebody who rose. Patton Kazire took a big old dump in the cup. Even <laughs> though he made the cup. Can I, can I drop this quote on you? Yeah. This has got to feel these bubble boys. And this is from... Uh, I saw it on TV, but also... Shane Ryan and Golf uh, Digest outlined it well. Pat and Kazire. A few weeks off for me wouldn't have been that bad of a thing heading into the fall. A lot of my success has been in the fall, and if I was rested for that, it would be great. Taking a biggest dump in the cup. We've got these guys. These guys have just lost their car. So here's what adds it. But he's got, two, he's got a two-year exemption. Yes. He's he's a winner. Him and Landry are winners at the two year exemption exemption, and he's sitting there after these guys lost their car, like Sean Stephanie, who you know would otherwise be hunting in Iowa, but doesn't have a car. Got to go to finals. Um, Streb, I think, doesn't yeah. have an ex- uh, Norin. Norin, like these guys, these guys don't have that. He had the two year safety net, and he's sitting there just kicking dirt on him saying oh a few weeks off would have been a great thing i'd love to i'd love to play well in the fall it would have been nice to be rested for it what kind of quote is that i think the fall series events should be docked <laughs> what does that mean i think they should be worth like a quarter like a like i literally don't care what happens in the fall like a reduced flight fedex cup point yeah like, like all right like seriously like it's so far from like I don't know. I, I just think, I think it should be their some, own like season. It was, needs to be an, uh, its own thing. 
There might be some good events in that though. Greenbrier yeah. now, Houston is going to be kind of So cool. make it like a cool little thing. Why don't you just like expand web? They this is the thing. There's there's too much glut. You know, there's, 125 there's like get ri- get rid of 125. It doesn't matter. Like all that matters is 50. The Wyndham Rewards thing, like they should make that just a fall chase or something, and not just this exact same thing as a FedEx Cup points measure. That, that would require independent and creative <laughs> thought, Brendan. I mean, there should be some little fall series that might be kind yeah, of cool. There should and be. You like, could make it primetime match play or something at the end of guys who I don't know had the most points, top ten guys. Like, whatever. what's the what's the difference between number a hundred and number one fifty? Do do you even know? No. Do, like no, no, there's no. it's it's just you know it's arbitrary no it's not arbitrary but it's like it's, who who made a couple more putts this year you know right so i just do you have a dump in the cup nominee i i had to relay that kazire quote he yeah i got a dump i got a dump in the cup uh nominee Who's I, I that? dumped all over my cup <laughs> jordan spieth oh i i Legit, you know, I picked him in my fantasy as in my one and done thing, and you know, seventy-seven MDF makes the secondary cut, blew up in the third round. Quote: Here's his quote. Overall, I just didn't play well. Man, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. The guy is <laughs> so he's in the middle. Like he he shot really. He had he putted extraordinary the first two rounds. Yeah. He was in the middle of the fairway on a par five on on the back nine. I think it's fourteen, is the hole. Yeah. And round two. Okay. I did. I I went on Shot Tracker and 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 measured this because of how far left it went. He hit the ball. He hit it from two twenty. He hit it sixty five yards left of the pin. <laughs> sixty five yards. How do you know it's sixty five? I did the measurements. <laughs> What do you got a protractor out on the shot tracker? They have a you? measure tool. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. He literally was just—he was hitting it like that, right and left. It's—it's—it's it's, it's terrifying. Two-way miss is what you're saying. Horrible. Like maybe, maybe bordering on yippy. Ooh. It, yeah, he... It, he he lost five shots, tee to green yesterday on Saturday. And he he was he was in the top twelve going into the weekend, and he was like a hundred and fortieth in strokes gained tee to green. He he was picked up like seven shots on the green, the first two rounds. So I saw actually Kyle Porter tweeted something about like Webb Simpson might be the best like post tee shot era. I don't know player. Had the best year for sure of, of guys who aren't in the top fifty and like strokes gained off the tee. So, like, you think Spieth just get like sees what's happening? Or I, I know he kind of came up with it. He's not like a thirty-five year old, but like, I just think it's got to wear on you a little bit when you're not playing well, and it just kind of snowballs and grows. Like the the anxiety about it is gets exponential because like distance you can gain distance, but like. If it's that becomes that disproportionate to who's the top players in the world, who are the top money earners, all this thing, like I think like your anxiety can kind of just like but the, the problem is that like isn't distance for speed. He hits it over three hundred yards. It's a good good point. Good. Like, I, oh well, the problem I, for speed is like he literally has the biggest miss on tour. He's he's missing both ways. It's his ball striking and it's yeah. It's crazy. Like he's having the best putting year of his career. I know, and he's That's like seventy fifth in the FedEx Cup. Like the fifteenth club, Justin Ray did a huge expose about like how his putting this year is better than right. ever before. Right. And and he he literally cannot hit the golf ball. He's one hundred eighty fourth off the tee. He's one hundred fifty fifth approach to the green strokes game. He's fourth in putting. Holy shit. Fourth and putting. I I think you could go to the U.S. Mid Am in a couple weeks and oh come on, and literally take this. every single player that makes match play and and 
Oh have him God. hit Spieth tee shots. Oh, my and, God. And he'd be better off. <laughs> the mid-hand? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you, you, you're an authority. You've played it. You've been to it many times. But Like the, guy, the 64 guys that make match play all are better off the tee right now than Jordan Spieth. Wow. It's quite a statement. I know it's not good, but geez. Okay. Uh, so he's your dump in the cup nominee, a, a quality, a good nominee. Well, I mean, he was projected to move way up in the cup. And then he shot 77. 77. On a day where everybody shot under par. Right. Like that, right. That, that 77 is very misleading. That was like an 83. <laughs> Like adjusted par the other way, like yeah. the pictures, the 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 numbers don't tell the full story. Yes, yeah. need but pictures with it. Seventy seven was horrendous. All right, it was um, one of the worst rounds of the entire tournament. It might be the worst round. I think only 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 our boy Cam had a chance to to top that. It's a bad worst round. <laughs> um. All right, let's do the Bubble Boys for conditional. All right. There Bird, are some big movers. Jonathan Bird, Stefan Jaeger, and Scott Lanley all dropped out of the top 150. Ooh. Martin Keimer lands right at 150. We've got to check in on the Martin zone, see how all those guys. I don't think anybody jumped into the 125. The Martin zone's a depressing play. <laughs> I think the Martin zone is, is intact. Marty, Marty, Marty Laird is the top 125 guy. Oh, he did? Good. Martin he, he started at like 119 or something. Martin Trainer and Martin Keimer are both in one twenty-five to one fifty. Martin Martin uh, Trainer won this year. I know he didn't make it the playoffs. He's 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 earned like sixty points. Martin Pillars two oh seven, so he did not get a KFT spot. Right? You know who K- moved in? <clears throat> Harris English moved in. Second year that. in a row, he's moved. He's he's made a move. <laughs> Granted, just, it was a small one this year, but it was he shot just one spot. He, he, I think he shot Three sixty-four uh, on Sunday to move up into it. And then I see Josh Teeter and uh, Johnson Wagner are the two other guys that moved into the conditional zone. Josh Teeter looks like a mix between Sergio and Matt Wolf. I was going to say Chez. He's got a little Chez to him too. <laughs> Matt Wolf, Sergio, Matt Wolf. Um. So those guys, 126 to 150, get that nice little payout, a little 70 grand in bonus pool money from the FedEx Cup. That's another thing. Hovland gets nothing. I mean, Hovland, with all these points he's got, he doesn't get that, that little you know, golden parachute for mi- missing the 125 that these other guys get. So You know, listen, Brendan, membership has its perks. That's true. That's true. Uh, so Just like being a Wyndham Rewards member has its perks, <laughs> PGA Tour membership has its perks. That's that's the conditional zone. Um, any others? Um, well, like keep in mind, one fifty is like the real number. They like to make a big that's deal of one twenty five. It is yeah. like there's the real number is one fifty because then you're going to get fifteen stars on the PGA right. Tour. Right. I got a little uh, tidbit I heard after I did Flashback Friday on Jeff Quinney that I got to share. Okay. So we talked about the cut the pension. Yeah, How 75 made cuts. Oh. That's the half pension. Yeah. The full pension comes when you hit 150, just so you know. Okay, so he gets a half pension. So, like, so everybody, like, 75 cuts is, like, the biggest deal. Got to make 75. So Quinny, when he had conditional status and he was on the alternate list, <laughs> was calling up guys, offering them 20K to drop out. So you could, get, an so you could get, get in off the alternate. 20,000. I would do it. Eh, maybe not. Depending on how secure I was in my status, I guess. But yeah. yeah. That's so, amazing. I wonder. I, that's how much, how much the pension, that's how much the pension means. You know, yeah. I think it ends up being roughly like $3 million if you hit 75 oh, made cuts. Amazing. That's a juicy. That's a juicy little nugget. Paying guys to withdraw so you can get a start and make a cut to hit the pension. I mean, I would do it as a strategy. Yeah, if I if I was one cut short or two cut short, I'd be paying guys left and right. I'm going to get paid out when I'm 65, three million dollars. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, and Keimer's in a real pickle because he did. He only made fourteen starts. Oh yeah, he's not a member. He's so, gonna lose his like, car. Strip him of his like conditional. They, just, uh, how could they do that to a former champ, a former gold standard champion? I don't know. I, do you I, think, yeah. Do you think they're gonna give him the same treatment Spieth got? Oh, where you got to go make a start at Mayakoba or whatever? Like just the, like the subtle slap on the wrist? A little make you know, like it? Like a tap. No, I don't think Martin Keimer gets that kind of benefit at Pontevedra. I don't think he gets that at all. Um, Hall of Famer, Martin Keimer. Oh, absolutely. Take his career over a lot of guys. Um, Bill Haas. So he's going to the uh, PF, uh, KFT finals. Hunter Mahan who we haven't heard from Daniel Berger is a weird stat case, but he gets that conditional love. Does he have, did he have like a medical thing though? Berger? Did, wasn't he out for a while this year? I, I assumed he was. He kind of say, I thought it was like a hand thing. Or maybe he just wanted to go fishing. I don't know. <laughs> he's always he, fishing. He's always on his boat. Um, I don't know. Same moon Bay. Poor same moon Bay dropped outside the top 200. So he doesn't get a uh, he doesn't get a final spot, right? That's it's just finals. Bullshit. Should, like, talk about Keimer getting like a exemption. He should get a like an extra safety net from winning the players. Saint Mubay was in the military. Give him give him like five years to get his act together again. You know? I know that's a, that's what I'm saying. So we did that. We already talked. Some JM might have to go to the military too. I know he uh, racked up another top ten. Where will that land him on the rookie rankings? <laughs> Meanwhile, Cam Champ. I think we get if we wear this on uh, long <laughs> enough. I think we're gonna wear out Bolton. <laughs> I mean, like, how do you? How I saw that he respond. He said that winning is like what he values more than anything else. It's like, well, that's stupid. You know, like I value somebody that has lots of chances to win over somebody that had a, had a couple chances. You know, about a year ago. <laughs> uh, all right. Any other Wyndham movements? Do you want final Wyndham cash rewards? Yeah, let's let's hear what. All what right. This Kepka new two little... million. Rory one point five. Kepka gets the two. Kucher gets one point two. Shoffley one point one. Woodland one million. Cantley eight hundred fifty thousand. DJ seven hundred. Paul Casey, who's eighth, finished eighth, played this week, 600, and Webb Simpson moved in with 550, and Rom rounds it out with 500. Just an obscene money bath. How about Casey? He's not playing Northern Trust. That's great. He chased the Wyndham money at Sedgefield, and then he's skipping Northern Trust. I mean, like, what's he going to drop to? 13th? Yeah, what did he? Yeah, he's eighth. Why, why, why do we have this playoff where like everybody starts on a different <coughs> level? What does that mean? Everybody should just be zeroed out right now? Well, like, yeah, we're playing. Like, imagine if, if, uh, if next year when the Bears are the number one seed in the NFC. Oh, God. You always play other sports. When, when, they, when they start their game in the, in the second round of the NFL playoffs, they start, <laughs> they start at 35-0. Like, <laughs> it's essentially what happens in golf. Like, that's why it's not a playoff. That's why it's not compelling is that there's no drama whatsoever. There's the, this is literally like, oh, you know what? We're going to start the NBA playoffs. The Warriors have a 3-0 lead. In the in the first round, like who's going to tune into the first round? <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody's going to tune in because it's a foregone conclusion. One of the guys in the top twenty is going to win. So why are we even messing around with the rest of them? That's a good point. You make it. I, I think when you bring other sports in, it's just not an apples to apples comparison. It's just but hard it to is. do golf postseason. It's hard. No, to it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. It's hard to do golf postseason when 125 guys make the playoff. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. the problem. The <laughs> problem is, is that everybody makes the playoffs. In other sports, if you suck, you don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. 
Seb Munoz and walking through the door. Bassy? Uh, Bassy Munoz is in the Major League Base. He's not getting a wild card spot. Um, so Casey's one guy who's not playing. 122 of 25, 125 are playing. Paul Casey, Henrik Stenson, who's always just bucking the trend. You know, like, uh, WGC, I'm not going to do that. Like, he's the one guy, I'd say, who just doesn't follow the herd more than anybody. He does. He he, hap, he and Adam Scott happy to pass on WGCs. Happy to pass on you know playoff events. Doesn't matter. And then Sam Burns is not playing. You hear about Sam Burns? What? So it's like he's got to be hurt, right? I mean, you got to like. There's no way he's just skipping. Like he's not doing a Paul Casey or Stenson. He broke his ankle. Doing what? He was watching some kids in his neighborhood play basketball. He said. They ran in to try and join the game and grab a rebound and he broke his ankle in like Shreveport. Horrible story. Horrible. horrible story. Oh God, that would derail you. I know. Young guy. I mean, he's got his card because he's top one twenty five, but like I hadn't heard that. It was late July, I guess it happened. So Can I can I rattle off Bassy Munoz? <laughs> sure. Of course. That's why we're here. So this is a playoff team. This is a this is a team that makes the playoffs. Oh, Sebastian Munoz. Okay. I love Sebastian Munoz, by the way. He's made yeah. twenty he's made twenty starts in twenty nineteen between the web and the PGA tour. I gotta look up his career earnings. The guy's done some damage. He's no Fabian Gomez, two time winner, but so, so he's he's got a top ten at the Sony, a T tenth. So T tenth at the Sony, a T tenth at the AT and T Byron Nelson, oh my God. a T eleventh at the RBC Canadian Open, and then a T ninth at the Barbasol, and an eleventh at the at the Barracuda. Wow, this is that's the highlights of this year. This is a guy that made the playoffs. He is a playoff team. That'd be like you know if you won four games in the NFL. Oh, I think that's an extreme comparison. No, it isn't. Maybe seven, seven and nine. No, Four. no, no. There's there's two hundred guys on the on the PGA Tour. You're in the bottom third of your of the tour. I mean, it's an objective standard. These points. It's not like an eye test or something. It's an objective standard. You got enough points in those starts. But that's what my, it's not my. I don't care about the, him I, getting I, I enough know. points. I know what you're talking about. I I'm saying the system, the playoff system is bullshit. I agree. You got to cut it to, what would you chop it off at? I'd cut that? it to 50 guys. That sounds appropriate. Uh, what is Spieth right now? 80? Yeah, he doesn't that? deserve to be in a playoff. No, no. Um, it's going to be some storybook you know, thing when he makes it to the, the FedEx final. All right. Any other any any uh, corn fairy thoughts? That, that that's what. How many events do we have left? Portland? Are we already at playoffs? Portland sure. next week. Uh, they got one event left. So Port, Port- Portland's the the season ender. Got it. That's right. So uh, if you're like, I think Mav McNeely moved to twentieth, and they were saying he had his card officially locked up. So it's really like those last five, four or five guys. Yeah. Like, the dough, the dough boy is at twenty six. Marty oh, Doe. Need the dough boy. Dan uh, so, Dan McCarthy, the guy that doesn't use a T on the driver uh, on the uh, on the T. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, he, he like doesn't use a T. He won. He won all those um, Canadian tour events that one year. Yes. And then he hurt yes. his he thumb injured, or something. Right? Yeah. He had some health problems. He's 29. Joe Bramlett yeah, is 30. Go back to that T thing. I don't think he uses a T on his, when he hits driver. He's, <laughs> he drops the ball down and like pats the turf and something, goes? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. doesn't it's something quirky. I can't remember exactly what it is. <laughs> okay. Well, Bri- Brian Campbell, uh, former uh, University of Illinois star. <laughs> Stand out. Chad's son. Uh, Drew, Drew Weaver, former USAM winner. Okay. Yeah. 34. Sure. 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 Stevie Fountains, 39. He played well this week, I was told. Uh, I got a text no. message. Uh, no? I got a text saying he was playing well. 
He was. He he got up near the lead. <clears throat> okay. But that's uh that's about it. All right. So we'll have that coming in Portland. We got the Northern Trust, which I may drive up for to New Jersey. Um big week coming. You got any uh Sunday scaries? I was just gonna go with Camp Champ and Lydia Co. Our DFL. I mean, it's just the troops. Two young, you know, stars that we want the world for, expect the world of, and I mean, Lydia Co. is far more accomplished than Camp Champ. But yeah, how dare you even put those two in the same bucket? I'm not putting them in the same bucket. I'm only putting in the same bucket because they're DFL. I'm not suggesting they're a similar accomplishment. Sorry, Lydia Coe was not DFL. Laura Davies was one worse at the Women's British. Um, so those are my Sunday scaries. You got a nominee? Are you ready to get out of here? Um, I'm, I'm ready to get out Speed. of here. I, Beef is like your forever Sunday scary guy. I mean, the duct tape fell off, Speed. <laughs> All right. Big week coming. Uh, enjoy your Mondays. Uh, I'm ready for the Brown season to start. I'm ready for this. this yeah, you're texting me. You said it's, the Browns might win the Super Bowl. I'm hopefully, the bear, hopefully the Bears don't shit the bet. I was like That's three, or four, three or four Tervises and of Tito's and <laughs> when I sent that text about the Browns. The Bears, the Bears shit in the bed. The, Brown, the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl. My beloved are going to shit the bed. I feel uh-huh. like history has told us that one organization tends to shit the bed more than the other one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting too into this. I'm too anxious. I'm watching like homemade youtube hype videos it's just i'm 36 years old i should not be getting pulled it back into this are you worried about the sophomore slump at all for baker no not at all i it crossed my mind i should say actually i i am worried i i'm scared i'm scared would you rather would you rather have have mitch or uh or baker oh god that's an insult that's a joke mitch is from ohio he's cleveland boy but like that's that's (laughs) That proposition is offensive. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have Mitch and uh, would Would you rather have Khalil Mack or or, or uh, Baker? Baker. That's not. Oh that's my also, god. That's not even a choice. They, they were talking about MVP for Khalil Mack. Uh, that's fine. He's not going to like get you through the playoffs. So, um, all right, let's get out of here. Big, big August is here. We're thinking football, uh, but we'll have plenty of golf talk starting. Uh, be back Wednesday. Enjoy your weeks. 